Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I hope you had a great weekend. It is Monday, red beans and rice day. Mardi Gras season is here. I'm Scoot on the air. It's a great time of year. Glad you're with us. It's cloudy, and you've heard the forecast. Uh, it's going to warm up, and then we've got a chance of some showers, uh, mainly Tuesday night, Wednesday, and maybe into into Thursday. But hopefully everything is going to be okay because we've got some parading happening this weekend. All right, glad you are with us. We have a lot to talk about. So uh, Ron DeSantis drops out of the race. It, it seemed like um, his whole campaign was kind of a Charlie Foxtrot from the very beginning. You know, I mean, here was a guy who, who in the beginning had a lot of promise, and I don't remember the polls um, specifically, but I remember in the beginning, Ron DeSantis was doing well in the polls, and he just made one mistake after another, and he was driven by this culture war mentality, and it just, it, it didn't work. And I'd like to think that America is getting to the point where we're kind of rejecting that whole culture war mentality. But Ron DeSantis, you know, doubling down on things, uh, you know, taking on Disney and then, you know, in one case losing and, you know, wanting to ban books and all that kind of stuff. I just I really don't think that resonates in America. And Ron DeSantis uh, suffered the results of of that. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. But is Nikki Haley Trump's last legitimate challenger, really a challenger for Donald Trump? Tomorrow is the New Hampshire primary, first primary of the uh, 2024 season. So we'll see what happens with that. But she's still far behind. So I guess we can assume now that Donald Trump is the Republican presidential nominee. Also this afternoon, let's talk about the American dream. This came up last week when uh, Green Day released their new album, A Saviors. And the, the album has a song on it. It's the first single from the, the album. And it's titled, The American Dream is Killing Me. And we, we analyze the lyrics, and essentially the song is saying that our, our quest for the American dream is, is really destroying us because it's, it's dividing us. And I guess we need to kind of go back and just define the American dream. Now, for Xers, Millennials, and Zoomers, uh, you know, your, your definition, I don't even know if you have the American dream in mind. You know, when I was growing up, Boomers were growing up. There was this concept of the American dream. But is that even attainable? And the American dream for some people really isn't the American dream for others. So we'll define what is the American dream. And even though it might not be exactly what you thought the American dream was going to be, are you living the American dream? I think I'm a perfect example of that. You know, I, I'm, I'm not married. I, I've been married to, twice. Um, I'm not proud of that, but that is a reality in my life. And so... 
um, I'm not living the American dream in terms of the American dream concept that I had when I was I was growing up. However, I mean, I kind of feel like I'm living the American dream. So we'll talk about that in the in the two o'clock hour. Also, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about the NFL divisional playoffs. There were some unbelievable, <clears throat> excuse me, unbelievable games over the weekend. The Lions beat the Bucks, but the Bucks, I mean, they hung in there. You know, they 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 were better than I thought they would be against the Lions. The 49ers beat the Packers. Uh, looks like the Packers might have won that game, and Brock Purdy had a had a really difficult time for for much of the game, but came through in the end when he had to. So the 49ers still may be one of the teams to beat. And the Ravens beat the Texans. The Texans were kind of okay in the very beginning, but somebody texted the show on Friday, and we were talking about who we thought was going to win, and they described the Ravens as a um, as a, uh, like a, a wood chipper. I mean, they are, they're they're a wood chipper, and and I, I, they're just they're just amazing. Um, Lamar Jackson is just unbelievable. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. And then the Chiefs beat the Bills in Buffalo. That surprised me, and I know disappointed a lot of our our, our listeners because we had selected we had selected the Bills and the Lions as two teams to cheer for. The Lions won, but the Bills didn't. I was really surprised. Josh Allen choked. Josh Allen just he there were too many misses and there were some drop passes and and it just didn't uh, it just didn't go their way. So what about Taylor Swift in the in the the suite? Are you continuing to be enamored by the Taylor Swift uh, Travis Kelsey love fest and the NFL cameras focusing in on all of that? Is it sweet or is it kind of getting sickening? I like when uh, Travis Kelsey had a big catch. It was a big catch, and he he did the. Um, took his two hands and, and made the shape of a heart and sent it up to his girlfriend, his love up in the up in the stands. And man, Taylor Swift, she was hugging all over people in that uh, in that suite. Um, how embarrassing was it? The Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, after the game, went over to greet some Chiefs fans who were in Buffalo. And he dodged snowballs. I think I think he was hit by a few snowballs, obviously thrown by disgruntled Bills fans. I mean, seriously. You can't be a little bit more well-behaved than that. You know, you can't do a little better job representing your city. You know, a lot of people in this area were for the Buffalo Bills, including myself. But when I see people like that, I mean, I'm not blaming the, 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 the team, but I'm blaming these, like, obviously hateful, ignorant fans that don't know how to deal with loss and you, I mean you don't throw snowballs look ever been hit by a snowball I mean snowballs can be if they're tightly wound you could press a snowball into being like a rock and I just I mean I just I thought just the the image of that was just so embarrassing I mean so embarrassing for the city of Buffalo also on Saturday night I uh, went to the sticks concert at the IP casino in Biloxi and I was blown away Tommy Shaw is kicking ass I haven't done it yet but I've got a I've got a picture and a a brief video from the concert I'll I'll post that on my Facebook page scoot on the air uh, during the show today Ian Hoke is our senior producer he is at the controls in the other studio good afternoon sir good afternoon to you too as well how's it going today good how was your weekend this is really good I didn't get to watch one frame of football 
you were in the the play had a couple. Yeah, I was of, busy. Uh, I had a doubleheader yesterday, double header, yeah. and I was just running errands and stuff on Saturday. So I mean, I you know I was trying. I, I I saw who won and everything, but I didn't get to see any of the excitement, man. They were really good. Some of the games were really really good, and you know some teams hung in there. And um, I mean the Bucks, the the Bucks almost won that game. The Lions yeah. had to come back to. To win it, uh, 49ers beat the Packers, but the Packers had a shot. The Texans, uh, they, they, you know, they held up in the beginning, but uh, the, the Ravens were the wood chipper. And then the the, the Bills, I mean, they just kind of blew it. Um, Josh Allen just did, did not seem to be on target. And you cannot take anything away from Patrick Mahomes because he is unbelievable. Man. There's just probably no folding tables left in upstate New York that have not been destroyed. Probably feel not. feel really sorry yeah. for anyone who's in the folding table business. Well, I guess not. You're probably going to make a lot of money at this point. Replacing. Replacing everyone's folding yeah. tables. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't have any, like, sort of cool, wacky thing that we do down here, do we? Like, in the Houdat Nation, like the tailgate scene. No. Well, I mean, what we, we do— We just eat look, food. When, when, we win, when we win, you know, and remember the Super Bowl parade, you know, we, we know how to celebrate here. One thing we don't do is we don't light fires and turn over cars. You know, we, we, we tend to celebrate in a rather as as maniacal and as filled with debauchery as New Orleans is, we really do know how to celebrate yeah. in the in the in the right way. Yeah. And I again I was just really I was embarrassed for the city of Buffalo that these bonehead fans are throwing snowballs at Patrick Mahomes as he's going over to greet some Chiefs fans who, who were there. Hey, I'm sorry your team lost, but, man, don't take it out on the, the quarterback that kicked your ass. That seems like um, uh, like assaults, possibly. Like, I mean, I don't know, and I don't know, but that, yeah. that seems to me like that uh, that could tip into the level of, like, criminal assault, couldn't it? You know, I, like, I, what, I would, what if I would, you throw I, a snowball at Patrick Mahomes and, you know, you bruise his eyeball or something like that, and then he can't play in the next game. Like, what happens then? I've lived in areas where there's snow. You grew up in Colorado. Hell yeah. You, know, you, can, you can make a snowball into like a, like a ball. Yeah. Like a rock. I mean, yeah, the snowball can go either way. It can kind of be light and fluffy and no big deal, or it can be kind of icy and spiky and God, maybe has a, you know, gravel yeah. or something yeah. in it. I mean, it's, it's not impossible to think that you could get hurt by a snowball. I mean, it's, it's a form of assault. So, I mean, I, I agree with that. And, and I... Uh, you know they should have been. They should have found the fans and punished them. I don't know if they did, but uh, the the stands were not completely full, so it should have been easy to pick out who was doing it, because most people had you know had left after the after the game, and at this point, the stadium was for the most part empty. Hmm. But there were a few people hanging around throwing snowballs at Patrick Mahomes, and I just thought that was uh, low class, rude, low class, and just and, you know and and, and when, when you get frustrated, and your team doesn't win, remember what that looks like. Remember what it looks like when you see somebody else doing it. And that's why we as Saints fans, Pelicans fans, should never, ever do that. Okay, let's go to Ian with a couple of the early texts that have been coming in. We'll start out with the most important issue of the day. This text says, Ian, how did you do with the rat? Hope you share your story. Okay, this morning, landlord handyman guy comes over with somebody from Terminix. They pull my oven away from the wall and they discover a dinner plate sized hole. That has clearly got rat tooth marks all over it. There's rat droppings all over the floor behind the oven. So they put some great stuff in there. They threw a couple bags of poison in there. They refilled the uh, the bait traps in the courtyard. And uh, hopefully that's the last I hear of that giant cat-sized rat. 
good. Yeah. Because it's that's unsettling to know that you're sharing an apartment with an animal that big that's not your domestic pet. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind having a rat around, but it should be in a cage and it should be cute and sweet like a Norwegian right. fancy rat, not a French Quarter sewer rat. Uh, here's a text that says, well, Mahomes was waving to the crowd. He needs to also act like he's been there before, which he has. I would expect more sportsmanship from him. Fans also shouldn't be throwing things, but I see where they're coming from. I, I don't see it. And, and I, I did not see his gesture to the, to the crowd. But I don't think there's, you know, I, I mean, a gesture is one thing. Throwing something is something else. So, I mean, I don't understand the point of view of the fans who are, who are doing that. Yeah, I don't. If I, if he was waving, that's that's fine. Uh, if he was, you know, giving him the bird or something, I, I would say that and that's not fine. I, but I didn't see anything antagonistic on. about his gestures to the crowd, but I could have missed something. Uh, here's a text that says, "How about the passage of the open primary law? Apparently, if you're not a Democrat or a Republican, your vote doesn't matter." In it, sucks. it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. And you know who you can blame for that? Stupid. The new law. governor, yeah. Jeff Landry. Jeff not Landry did that. We, 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 we've talked about this. You, you know, and 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 if somebody wants to correct me, or if Jeff Landry wants to correct me, he certainly can. But it seems to me like Jeff Landry is trying to enhance the purity of the right-wing radicals in the Republican Party. Because he doesn't want moderate, he doesn't want moderate Democrats who want to vote for a Republican. He doesn't want them to be able to vote. And so he wants to try to enhance, and this would be congruent with his role as our attorney general. It seems like he wants to continue in this role of a right-wing radical Republican. And it's a shame because it's, a shutting, it, it's shutting people out when it comes to voting. And understand the motive. It's trying to, apparently the motive is to maintain the purity of the Republican Party in Louisiana to where moderates don't even have a say-so in who becomes the Republican nominee. And I'll leave you with this one. Uh, Sticks concert was great. Even if you weren't a fan, they put on a show nonstop. Oh, man. I, you know, I've been to a lot of concerts at the IP. I don't know if I've ever seen it that crowded. And I don't know if I've ever heard the crowd that loud. I mean, Saturday night, Sticks, IP Casino, it was... Off the charts. And Tommy Shaw looks awesome. Tommy Shaw can still sing. The whole band sound awesome. sounded awesome. And, I, you know, I, I was going and I, I went my, my, with my friend Bobby, uh, Bobby Acero of Southern Oaks, the wedding and party venue. And um, it was just, it, it, was, it, kind of, it was kind of a great moment it was a great moment. We're going to talk more about this in the 3 o'clock hour. And if you were there, I would love to hear your comments about the Sticks concert Saturday night, IP Casino. This is another example of one of those baby boomer rockers. They're still doing it. They still sound great. And I love seeing everybody who was part of that generation then still dressing up and going out and still rocking it just like Sticks is. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. As you have heard in our news, the man who was convicted of shooting and killing former Saints player Will Smith, Cardell Hayes, is being tried again following a Supreme Court ruling on non-unanimous convictions. This is really about gun mentality in America, and it's really sad because, you know, Will Smith was not some street thug. Will Smith was a Saints player in the NFL, making millions. How could this have even happened? You know, two, two, two guys get into some kind of accident altercation, some kind of like fender bender thing, and it ends up in somebody being dead and his wife being injured. And Cardell Hayes is in prison. This is exactly what I talk about when I talk about the gun mentality. The mentality that you are no one unless you have a gun. Gun equals respect. Now, I realize that, that people, some people feel the need to have a gun to protect themselves. I understand that. And I'm a big supporter of the Second Amendment. But I'm not a supporter of people using guns to solve little problems. And that's what we have here. And all of these people are peer role models for younger people. And the idea that you get into a little fender bender and both people involved have guns and guns are involved in this? I mean, I think this really speaks to the problem that, that we have in this country. And it's not about gun rights. It's about this gun mentality. It's about this, you know, I, I, it's, it's part of this concept that I'm nothing. I have no respect. I'm nothing unless I have a gun. Having a gun is cool. I got to have a gun. It's part of who I am. I need a gun. It's like, it's like an appendage. I can't go to a kid's birthday party without my gun. I got to have my gun. That's not what life in America is supposed to be about. So this case is really sad. And it really comes down to two men who got involved in a little altercation. And they had to pull out their damn guns. All right, I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us on this uh, Monday afternoon. The Chiefs are going to make another trip to the NFL's Final Four. 
The Chiefs have earned a sixth consecutive trip to the AFC title game by defeating the Bills 27-24. Travis Kelsey caught two touchdown passes, and the Chiefs clinched it when Tyler Bass missed wide right on a 44-yard field goal attempt with 143 remaining. Buffalo led 24-20 until Isaiah Pacheco scored on a four-yard run 40 seconds into the fourth quarter. Patrick Mahomes was 17 of 23 for 215 yards and the two touchdowns to Kelsey. It's always fun when you get to come together as a team and really just be like y'all versus versus everybody and, and get the win. So uh it's always great to be in great environments and uh, find a way to get a win. Josh Allen ran for 72 yards and two TDs, and he was 26 of 39 for 185 yards and a score. I'm Dave Ferry. The Chiefs have earned a sixth consecutive trip. There were some really good games over the weekend, and that was and that was one of them. But I I, I can't believe the uh, the Bills choked uh, the way they did. But anyway, the Chiefs just played a great great game. So if you're just tuning in, I, I just talked about how embarrassing it uh, it was uh, for the fans in Buffalo to have some fans throwing snowballs at uh, Patrick Mahomes when he went over to greet uh, some of the Kansas City Chiefs fans who were there. And also, what do you think about this continuing uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey love fest and the NFL cameras that seem to love them? Is it sweet or is it just kind of getting sickening? Because at one point when Travis Kelsey had a big catch, he, he put his hands into the heart sign and set it up to his love, Taylor Swift. I mean, how sweet, right? If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504 260 and the 49ers got past the Packers to get another opportunity to play a home playoff game. The 49ers hang on to beat the Packers 24-21. San Francisco has advanced to the NFC Championship for the third straight season and fourth time in five years. Brock Purdy was 23 of 39 for 252 yards and a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey had 98 yards rushing and two scores. McCaffrey's six-yard run with 107 remaining in the fourth quarter was the difference. The Packers' dream season has ended. Jordan Love was 21 of 34 for 194 yards through two touchdowns, but also two interceptions. Ryan Leong, Santa Clara. And the Lions are heading to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. And the 49ers um, are going to, as you heard, they're going to be playing at home. So that's cool. But the Lions are not playing at home. They were at home and they beat the Bucks, but they had to play really good football to win. The Lions are heading to the NFC Championship game after beating the Buccaneers 31-23. Jared Goff threw for two touchdowns for a Lions team that will reach the doorstep of the Super Bowl for the first time in 32 years. I don't want to say like this arrogantly, but we expected to win the first game. We expected to win this game, and, and now we get to go to a game we expected to be in against a really good team at their place, and um, we're going to come into it expecting to win. Jameer Gibbs, Craig Reynolds, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Josh Reynolds all scored touchdowns for the Lions, who won their second playoff game in a single postseason for the first time since 19. 19- 57. Baker Mayfield threw for 349 yards and three touchdowns for the Buccaneers. Denny Cap, Detroit. Yeah, man, I thought uh, I thought the Lions did uh, did did good. Um, I, I love the culture. I, I love the culture of the, the Lions, and and I hope they go on to uh, represent the NFC in the, in the Super Bowl. The Ravens. Um, it wasn't even as close as the score indicated. The Ravens beat the Texans 34 to 10. Lamar Jackson threw for two touchdowns and rushed for two more as the Ravens beat the Texans 34-10 to advance to the AFC Championship game. Jackson hit Isaiah likely with two scoring strikes. He had touchdown runs of 15 and 8 yards as Jackson and the Ravens outscored Houston 24 to nothing in the second half. We wasn't doing our job, you know, um, with our unit in the second half. We went to point points on the board, started moving the ball, moving the chains, and 
start looking like ourselves. Steven Sims scored the lone touchdown for Houston with a 67-yard punt return. Craig Heist, Baltimore. All right, so one of the teams that we uh, decided as a show that we would collectively pull for, and we did this through a text off with the audience, was the, uh, the Buffalo Bills, and the Buffalo Bills lost to the Chiefs. Um, the audience also picked the Lions, and I certainly agree with that. I, I agree with the, the selection of the, the Bills as well. Uh, the Lions um, beat the Bucks, but, I mean, they, they you know, the, the Bucks did better than I thought they would do against the Lions. But the Lions came back, and they, uh, and they won it. So the Lions and the 49ers and the Ravens and the Chiefs, two really great games. And you realize what's happening here. The NFL season is coming to an end. We have to relish every moment of this. We have to appreciate these games. The Saints are not in it, I know, but I'm still enjoying watching the playoffs. And so we'll see who ends up at the Super Bowl. Both games are this coming Sunday afternoon. You'll hear them right here on WWL. I'm Scoot on the air. Let's go to Homa and James. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Yeah, hi, Scoop. How are you? I'm good. Good. Hey, Scoop, on this uh, Taylor Swift thing. Now, I'm 80 years old. I've been watching NFL football for 70 years. Now, this, uh, uh, you know, I like Taylor Swift, and, uh, uh, you know, and Kelsey is one of the great ones. But come on, it has nothing to do with football. I told a family member yesterday that I would watch the game last night, but the first time the cameras focused on Taylor Swift and the presidential suite up there, I would turn to another channel, and I did. Enough is enough. Well, James, you know, a lot of people feel that way. I'll tell you, I don't think it's really taking away from the game because, you know, they show people in the stands. Just sometimes they show regular people in the stands in between plays. Now, when 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 Travis Kelsey did the heart shaped hand after he made a big play and sent the heart up to his love in the in the suite. Yeah, you know, that was a little much, but it's you know, but the NFL is always looking to to show a human side of of football. And I don't mind that because I guess it's you know, the the individual lives of the players and their individual stories are part of what makes the game compelling. All right, let's go to Long Island. Hey Frank, happy Monday. How you doing, buddy? Good. Well, you, you remind me of a teenager going to the stick concerts. Huh? Good for you. Yeah, and I remember doing that when I was a teenager. Yeah, boy, both, both, back bad, both back actually good memories with the Buffalo Bills wide right. Because on my birthday back in 1987, I think it was 87, when wide right, last time I heard that comment, the Giants won. And I was a Giant fan at the time before yeah. I switched to the Saints. But cool. uh, the question, boy, uh, now we, well, I got to switch my allegiance a little bit to Kansas City. If Kansas, here's the deal: Kansas City wins the Super Bowl, you got muffaladas coming because I got a Super Bowl bet on back in March. Kansas City, the Saints, and Buffalo. Cool. Obviously, the Saints aren't there. We'll so take I backed it. it up with the other two guys. If people want to send us stuff, we'll, we'll take it. You know. Yeah, I have a question for you. Though yeah. it might be a stupid question, but I'm going to ask you anyway. The offensive linemen, and this always bugged me, why they call. They got two guards, a center, and two tackles. Why do they call offensive linemen tackles? I never knew that answer all these years on watching football. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I had never really thought about that, but they certainly don't tackle. I, mean, I guess they, yeah, would try they, to, tackle. they would try to prevent a tackle by blocking somebody. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I never, yeah. never thought about that, Frank. I'm going to have to That's ponder crazy. that for the next uh, four or five minutes. 
Frank, love that you're listening in Long Island. Appreciate you uh, streaming the show. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. We'll go to uh, Ian, get some of your text messages. More of your calls are coming up. Over the weekend, David Soul passed away. David Soul, you know, I remember playing this song when it was a, a hit uh, very early in my career. Um, he died at the age of 80. He was also part of Starsky and Hutch from, uh, I think, like 75 to, God, almost... Um, Almost 80, I guess. No, I mean, almost uh, 1999, I think. Yeah, anyway, he was Starsky and Hutch. I wasn't a big fan of the show, but this was his, um, his big hit. But David Soul passed away at the age of 80. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. All right, a couple of uh, parades happened this weekend, including the crew of Chewbacca's, and I am so psyched for the crew of Mad Hatters. Riding in it again this year, and there will be a number of, um, of uh, people you know celebrities in uh, the Crow of Mad Hatters and Bobby and Mike Dettelier will be there. Uh, Ian Hoke is going to ride on the float with me. Amanda Shaw and the cute guys, her band, they'll be on the float with me as well. And uh, it's just, it, it is such a, a fun, fun, fun parade. So make plans. This is one of the highlights of Mardi Gras. It's in Metairie, so there's, you know, a lot of parking and some things you don't have to worry about. Crew of Mad Hatters, Saturday, February the 3rd. Looking forward to just another great year. Um, and yeah, th- we're about to start cranking up the parades. Mardi Gras early this year. Hopefully, hopefully this cold snap that we had is not an indication of what's to come. Maybe, maybe nature got it out of its system and the weather's going to be really nice. All right, let's get some politics out of the way. Nikki Haley says that she is resisting calls to drop out of the race a day before the nation's first Republican presidential primary in New Hampshire. Happy pre-election day. At a VFW hall in Franklin, Haley says the pressure's coming from the nation's political and media elite. Say that I should drop out for the good of the country to support Donald Trump. After the crowd booed and said no, Haley mentioned Trump's win in the Iowa caucuses and the low voter turnout. America doesn't do coronations. Her remarks came after another fellow South Carolina Republican decided to endorse Trump, Congresswoman Nancy Mace, days after Senator Tim Scott backed him. Sagar Magani at the White House. And Nikki Haley says that it's time to send a message to the ruling class. Let's show all of the media class and the political class that we've got a different plan in mind. And let's show the country what we can do. And this is my promise to you. If you join with me on this, I promise you our best days are yet to come. I mean, we've all heard that before. Does she have a chance? I mean, Trump has just such a lead. Now, we haven't had a primary yet. Caucuses are different from primaries. First primary is tomorrow. And we'll talk about the results Wednesday morning, on Wednesday afternoon on the show. So, does she even have a shot? Should she stay in just a little bit longer? I mean, Trump has the dominant lead at this point, And DeSantis, at one point, was seen as his competition, but no longer. And I think we can all agree, DeSantis just ran a terrible terrible campaign. I mean, whatever he did, this should be studied by um, political science students across the country for years to come. Whatever he did, don't do that. And I love the fact that, that the rejection of Ron DeSantis was in part a rejection to the culture wars that have been heating up by right-wing radicals. 
Anyway, he has ended his campaign. Now he's endorsing Trump. Ron DeSantis was once thought to be a serious threat to Donald Trump, but after a blowout loss in Iowa. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. In a social media message, DeSantis ended his bid after an extraordinary collapse and after a bitter fight endorsed Trump. Because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear a repackage formed of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. Attacking Trump's former U.N. ambassador, who now remains the ex-president's only serious challenger. Trump had spent months going after DeSantis with one common refrain. DeSantis. But after yesterday's announcement struck a different tone. A really terrific person. Haley said simply the race is now down to one fella and one lady and made the best woman win. Sagar Magani, Washington. Don't you love politics? I mean, Donald Trump bashes this guy. Desantimonious. I mean, bashes him at every corner. And now he's a terrific guy. I, it, it, politics is just such a joke. It really is. And, 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 and we, the American people, seem to be feeding it energy, which is really sad. Let's go to Terry and Slidell. Hey, Terry, welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon, Scoot. You're talking about Mardi Gras parades? Well, I'm going to tell everybody this. This coming Saturday night, Poseidon parades in Slidell, and it's one of the best parades on the North Shore. Well, it is the best parade in the North Shore. And I would ravel, I would put it up with any parade in the Army, except Endymion, Bacchus, and stuff like that, because it's a great parade. We've got a lot of riders. I think got 26 floats, something like that. So uh, anybody want to come see a good parade, come to Slidell. Safe area, you don't have to worry about too much. All right, Terry, you do this. You, like- you call you call us uh, Friday afternoon and, and remind us about that. And we'll, uh, I, I know we'll be talking about it, but if you want to give it an extra plug uh, Friday afternoon, just um, a call into the show. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Happy birthday to the lead singer of this band, He's 75 years old today. Steve Perry, 75 years old today. You know, I don't know exactly what happened, but, you know, I wish they would work things out and Steve Perry would just get back with Journey. You know, Journey is unbelievable. And, you know, with the new singer, the Filipino guy, he's awesome. He sounds just like Steve Perry, but I'm sorry, it's not Steve Perry. And as good as they are, even right now, why couldn't they just work things out and and come back to? I mean, I don't know. I really don't know exactly what's going on there. But you would think that by this time, so many bands have reconciled and come back together. You'd think that Steve Perry could get back with Journey. Also, I was at the Six concert Saturday night at the IP Casino in Biloxi. We're going to talk about that in the three o'clock hour. I'm Scoot on the air, and we are coming back on WWL. You know, I, I think back on the music 60s and 70s, and when I think about the association, this was one of the most goody-goody bands on the, on the charts. And this was like make-out music for me when I was a teenager going out to the lakefront. On this day in 1997, uh, Billy McKenzie, one of the singers of the association, committed suicide at the age of 39 by overdosing on prescription drugs. And he was not the only one who died from, from drug use. So, man, these guys might have sounded like they were like some clean-cut, sappy, goody-goody band, but, man, they were heavy, heavily into drugs. All right, more of your calls and more of your texts are coming up next. So how do you define the, the American dream? Is it even possible to achieve the American dream? 
I think it is. We'll talk about that and more still to come. I'm Scoot on the air Monday afternoon on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.